all. Thank you all for tuning in to Divine Relationship Goals, a part of my Father and Me podcast. Um, I am your host, Sarah Grace. Uh, Tamitra will be joining us shortly. We're just going to begin with a prayer um, before we begin tonight's topic. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord, because you are good and your mercies endure forever, Father. We love you and we honor you. Thank you for just giving us the opportunity to be a part of your creation, um, having the ability to just enjoy it and find pleasure in it. Thank you for opening up our eyes to the understanding and the knowledge of why you have created each and everything that you have and given it to us so graciously. Father, we ask that you continue to Uh, walk with us. Give us strength, Father. Allow us to understand our position in the kingdom. Allow us to grab hold of our purpose and walk in it boldly with truth and with confidence. Father, we praise you and we thank you for this and so much more. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So tonight's topic um, is the feminine influence and Um, we are actually, myself and Tamitra are still in the book called Queenology, Queenology. I'm still acting like I just cannot say this word. (laughs) I don't know. It's just weird to me. Um, and the book is by R.C. Blakes Jr. Um, and as we're just, as we're reading it, we're picking out, you know, just some information that we feel like we definitely want to address or examine and open up a little bit further. But tonight we're talking about the feminine influence and, and um, well, what it is first off and what that looks like, because we as women are, are powerful. Um, I know that in our society or what the world has built altogether, men are seen as a dominant and as leaders and, um, even with so many doors that have been opened for women, we still have uh, a, a lot of, of area of growth to be in um, and to experience because there's still certain things that we haven't, haven't tackled yet. And so we're going to get into that. Um, well, first, it's really about, you know, the man and the woman. As far as men and women, just because in, you know, this society, uh, we have the the understanding that men are uh, more prone to be in leadership. It does not mean that we don't have a role that is just as great and just as powerful. And so we're also looking at, of course, we always pull in what the Bible says about how we both have an equal um space here how we have equality and dominion the same in what god has given us and we find that in genesis the book points that out as well we find that in genesis where it says um in the creation let us make man in our image and and let them have dominion over the earth and be fruitful and multiply and that's exactly what god given adam and eve um although you know, the man was created first, we do see that, but the woman was given the same authority so that, uh, so that we would be the help to the man. And with that help, we actually optimize and maximize the effort, (laughs) the effort that is um, what we put forth as far as being fruitful. And so um, our influence is great. Our influence is great. Um, it actually goes into how we should uh, study. Now, I know it's about, you know, studying the man's mind and the way that he thinks. Um, but it's also about using that in our uh, in our own natural ability to influence. So allowing ourselves to observe all things. Um, but the main focus was uh, about just the mindset of a man. And um, because some of us are single here and women that are married in here in this group, um, it actually goes into saying that 
how we use all of that, even within our marriages and how we um, how we study our our kings since we're queens, how we study our kings so that we can be that incubator for growth for them and be that uh, positive feed, you know, that positive force for him to increase in what he does as far as the vision that he holds to lead the family. So it's so much more than just us as individuals and being single. It's, it actually follows us through the process of even being in partnership with men. But first is understanding who we are as individuals, which is the beginning of it all. Um, us as single women, whole, and, um, you know, finding that right person that we can share this experience with and that we can be comfortable with opening ourselves up and allowing ourselves to be a greater influence ourselves because it's not just about even the man. It's about us as uh, nurturers and raising our children. We have a powerful influence over the seed and the legacy that we leave behind too because um, the words of a mother uh, stays with you, you know? We're the ones that, uh, I guess, in our softness, in our ways of being soft-spoken, most of us, um, I can't speak for all women. <laughs> I know I am. I'm, I'm actually soft-spoken. We are the ones that uh, we we nourish in, in as far as their spirits and, and what they will actually have value in when they get older. So it's about our children as well. Well, I, you know, I think we have these conversations a lot, you know, as far as... Um, I feel like we have it within the other topics that we talk about all the right. time. So we have this conversation a lot um, as far as knowing, just when you, about knowing our worth and our value in the relationship. And that all of our pearls and all of our worth is not for every man, you know, and that we are, when I think about this chapter and it's saying that queens should study kings, it's, it's because we have to be able to go through all the the mess. <laughs> it's a lot of junk out there, you know. It's a lot of unworthy peasants. Okay, that's that's how you want to say it. That's how I want to say it. I, I think he say, put, what did I, he say? He said clowns. He, he said go clowns. through all the clowns. I say peasants. But oh. uh, <laughs> but they, yeah. something else. I, well, he just definitely deceptive. The deceptive men, um, the ones that yes. like, play games. Because I mean, you have to you have to learn from your experiences. So this is we've talked about that a lot. Reflecting on your relationships, reflecting on the experience, so you don't repeat the the lessons that you should learn. You repeat them if you don't get anything from them, you know. And um, when we are looking back on our situations and relationships with men. And evaluating, evaluating our role in that relationship, in its demise, um, because it's not all one-sided, you know, it's not, um, and understanding what it means to be equally yoked and understanding um, what it means to have a partnership versus being subjugated to someone um, and, you know, and understanding just your worth in general helps you be a better person, be a better partner in the relationship because we can't go into, go into a relationship expecting someone and holding someone responsible for making us happy, for making us into who we want to be. Like I can't be who I who I'm gonna be until I meet somebody, you know, to help me get there. Or, you know, um, I can't be happy <laughs> unless such and such is happy, or mm -hmm. unless he's doing this, this, and that for me. Um, 
I and and we have to feel whole. We have to be whole because yeah. when God created Adam and created Eve, He created two whole people. Yeah, they were whole in their entirety right. and able to um, to carry out their the command for dominion separately and equally. <laughs> They were able to do it, you know, without um, having the need for somebody to hold them up. But they also valued the partnership that they had and the relationship they had with God jointly. So I think we can learn a lot from that, most definitely. And... I mean, being married before, <laughs> I think that helps me in a way because I know exactly what I don't want that I think I want it. <laughs> you know, how you sometimes yeah, you go into, yeah. yeah, you go into this thing where you have this um, fantastic plan and dream of who you think you are supposed to be with and what it's supposed to be like and and that changes of it all the whole fantasy right (laughs) that evolves um (laughs) not just with maturity but Mm -hmm. yeah with the experiences that you have along the way not just with other men too it's just as in general in life um I'm finding out just from my personal, the things that I go through um, with my health, especially like I (laughs) already, I can already tell you whatever I thought that I would have wanted in a man before that's out the window. Like, look, I'm really pessimistic about what I have (laughs) because I mean, it's a lot, it's a lot. Um, But I also know, that uh like you stated before being whole and fulfilled and satisfied by myself you know i'm i'm in that space already so at this point if i were to connect myself to anyone i'm just sharing all of that and 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 giving space for that person to be a part of my life and even that is a lot for me cuz it's like I don't leave no room after my children. <laughs> I know. My children, my children got all my time right I now. Know. I know how that is. I'm telling you. And I, I like, sometimes I don't even see it. I sometimes just don't even see it. I'd be like, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Um, but going back yes. to something you said about <laughs> just the uh the 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 reason in which Eve was created for Adam. Um, he also talked about that part in this book about the verse that says it's not good for man to be alone. And this does not mean that Adam was lonely. It That's not what it meant. It was about the partnership. Um, but even it's, it's between that part, but it shows us about how partnerships work in general. Like is two heads are better than one, because what e what Adam had to accomplish, Eve had the other part to help him. Like I said before, maximize those efforts. <clears throat> so, um, it it took less time, amen, and and it was less stressful. It wasn't an all day thing. You could enjoy the rest of your day, or you know, find rest in the beauty of the work because you had someone. Who had, um, you know, the other, the other mind? Because we play different roles as well, and that's the beauty about men and women. Like, not at all would I say I, I don't need one. Um, I need men in my life, which is why I do have. I have my brother, and um, of course, my <laughs> our father is gone now. But I still have men that I talk to regularly. I keep those friendships alive in my life because I like to glean from different points of views and different so They help me out in the way that I am as a parent and in business and in leadership roles that I have. So that's 
the part where we're, we as women get to observe those things and be for ourselves and grow for ourselves as well. It's not just about finding a husband to do that. So, <clears throat> because God has made us whole <laughs> and we still have his leadership first and foremost. So we shouldn't even feel discouraged that we don't have um, a man to lead us in a certain way. Of course, there's plenty of men who want to do that automatically <laughs> in this world. They just give themselves that role. But it is still surprising to me um, that we still don't have access to certain things. Um it was stating, I don't know if I read this in a book or I just read so many things and it reminded me of an episode. I'm watching Wonder Years, by the way. This might be a side note. Sorry, y'all. I'm watching Wonder Years and I was watching it with Kevin, right, last night. And it went into this, The one of the last episodes was him going to work with his mom. Yeah, he was going to work with his mom and he just saw how she just took control of there was like a mistake that was made with a budget and she had you know talked to every piece of the puzzle right every um person who dealt with different departments and told them what they should do and she was just a secretary she was just a secretary um and so i'm not sure what position he was in but the boss came around right and uh the son was over on the side, this is like a narrative type thing. Wonder Years, I don't know if you remember the original one, but they have a remake where it's just the all black cast now. Yeah, and there's a controversy about that, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I haven't seen it, no, not the new yeah, one. Yeah, no, it's really good though. So you know how the, the boy is sitting on the side, her son is sitting on the side and he's watching this all take place and he's like, man, my mom is a superhero right now and he's just admiring her and, and watching how she moves. And then the boss finally comes around and he's like, finally, she's about to get her props and everything else. Um, well, no, actually in this moment, this was about the coworkers coming up to her, the person, the people that she was talking to to get everything straight so that the budget would look all right for next month. Anyways, they had walked up to her and they just asked her for some cupcakes. Did she make cupcakes for somebody's birthday? And he was like, wow, they just... <laughs> they didn't even say uh, thank you or anything else for um, anything else. Um, but then the boss came up to her and was like, hey, you know, you know, such and such. The budget doesn't doesn't look right for this month. And of course, she recognized. She said, yes, I, I did notice that. And then um, she went on to say, well, do you think that we should do this and I should get somebody on this and this but she already did that part she did that way before the boss came but he was like yeah that's what I was thinking too so that's good yeah that's exactly what I was thinking so she allowed him to like feel like he came up with it himself and um that really brought me back to like the influence that we have as women <laughs> and how you know, we have also been told about our intelligence and how we lack that and we shouldn't be bold in it or display it or be, you know, uh, all in people's face with it because it looks a certain way or it doesn't look as feminine or it puts off men and makes them feel more insecure or however. And, um, and so... <laughs> Uh, it also reminded me in that moment watching that because mama had talked to me about something back when she first got married to daddy and how she was in a women's group that taught that. So women, well, at least women back then were taught that um, to make the man feel like they came up with. And we, but we still do that today because I've seen, I've actually watched this in action in certain households that I've been in. Um, to where the wife would just and then make them feel like they came up with it but really they took care of it already <laughs> and it was already done so all that to say though um, we have to stand on that like that's the part where it's like God has given us this innate in intuitive nature where there's a pulling on us, we just go into 
not and it's not just a feeling, but it's very rational. But we get to discern um, spiritual things and we get to discern such things to where we can operate in a certain way in life and make groundbreaking decisions and make moves and actually change things in this world too. Not just from the seed that we bear, but <clears throat> the ones that we we birth and we actually hold great vision as well. Um, and I can say I, I probably am um, the one that <laughs> I'm skeptical about it. I remember when like Hillary was voting. Demetra, now she's gone. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Hey, y'all. Um, I remember when Hillary was voting, y'all. She was on the, I mean, oh, she was voting. Sorry. She was on the ballot for presidency, right? And um, the first thing that I said was, America is not ready. <laughs> like, so I'm in the same boat. Like, I, 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 and it's probably because of just, you know, what I, I mean, I probably should have had more faith that you can. You know, whatever, if you want to, um, whether she was a good fit or not, it, it didn't really matter to me. I saw I literally just saw her as a woman. And I was like, America's mind is not ready for what a female is really capable of. And then because <laughs> it, it may it may hurt some feelings. Honestly, I feel like we would hurt some some men's feeling that's been in leadership for decades. I don't know. I'm ready to see it, but I'm just saying, like, my mind in that moment, I still was like, nah, they ain't ready. Like, uh, I don't even know if we really understood what it meant for um, Kamala Harris to be vice president. I don't know if we really are taking on the fullness of what that is right now, but we'll see. I'm still excited about the future, but there is still we hold a lot of intellectual power and it's because we observe. I think we do that naturally. I know the book is like trying to tell us to to pick that up, but I feel like even as, as girls, you know, we observe little girls, they catch on to things faster because we're constantly listening, <laughs> constantly observing. We're watching, we're watching behaviors. We're mimicking conversations. Like at least I see that with Declan. That's my niche y'all. Um, <laughs> like we pick up on things and it, I don't feel like that's something that, um, <clears throat> is an issue for us. I guess the issue that comes into play is whether we actually use that for, uh, something positive and, and change it into certain, like the way that we can move through this life and actually teach ourselves why we do things that way. And so it can have more direction for us to choose the right man, to, to choose um, certain things and be more bold in the situations that we're in. So I don't know. I feel like that's not an issue with us as far as listening. I think we listen well. <laughs> let, you know, but let a man you know, tell um, you we probably talk too much. Well, I mean, we do listen. I think we're just um, socialized. We definitely socialize differently from oh, that's a, a, a boy, you know, a man is. And sure. because we're socialized in the way where we are in the background, we do listen more. And we are more talkative and interactive because we're more social versus um, doing a lot of physical work, doing things. I wasn't. <laughs> We're a little bit more social. And that's, that's um, crazy too, because Serena's that way too. My son talks a lot, like, and Serena is just reserved. But anyways, go ahead. Right, <laughs> it's backwards. Well, I mean, the reservedness is for picking up on social cues. The boys talk a lot, but they don't take in anything. If if they talking, if you're talking, you're not <laughs> learning, you're not observing, it's not coming in, it's, it's just going out. Like everything, every thought you have is just flying out. It's not, you're not hearing and absorbing and processing. And so the processing, because it's very important, I 
it's very important for us to um, have a, a, a level of social intelligence on how to navigate through through our world. The female social world is definitely different from the males. And we have to be observant that way just to navigate through it because it's just, it's a lot going on. <laughs> and so when you're, when you're a social person, I don't want to say antisocial, when you're a social person, you, you know, you kind of stay back from getting in a whole bunch of large gatherings and stuff. And you don't want to be in parties a lot or do a lot of things socially. But um, females do a lot socially. The average female, you know, <laughs> because no, I'm I, mean, saying, I understand. I, I don't. <laughs> No, my introvertedness is is higher than my extrovertedness. So I know that um I I don't do a lot of things socially. And but um it just it it is it, it's just kind of how it is and but they do say the difference in you know, the difference in the two brains are definitely evident. Um that girls pick up on the differences between colors um, more than the boys do. They'll just say the basic color that it is. Girls be like periwinkle, seafoam. You know, <laughs> they got they know the variation of the color versus oh, exact yeah, color versus the boys I, just kind of. Aren't we supposed to be a little colorblind, though? I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess that's what I heard. Right. Don't call they, me on that, y'all. They're a little more colorful. Um, uh, and they also say that girls, uh, the palette, the taste, their taste palette is more um, <laughs> more advanced <laughs> than, than boys, than men. But... I think that's because we do a lot of things um, in the household. Probably it evolved that way to where we're we're cooking a lot or preparing multiple meals for multiple people or decorating, trying to make the home a pleasant place to to live, and you know, or and teaching our kids colors. We do teach them colors. I don't, dads don't really teach the kids colors. <laughs> you know, some some dads teach you how to cook. Well, we did. We had that. We had but, that, right? <laughs> but we definitely, um, women definitely take things to a whole nother level. And so um, just having one perspective does not do you any service. You know, you need, when you're joined together, you reach the height, the highest heights that you can reach versus being separated in that way. I was looking for something that he said, because you had said something that reminded me of whatever. But yeah, it was something you said about how we have to be, you know, just everything to the household and to uh, our kings, that's what he says in the book, our husbands. And uh, referencing Proverbs for that, how we not only um, are like, well, nowadays we can be the breadwinners too. So we have a nine to five, taking care of the kids, cooking, um, cleaning, and making sure that the other part, the sexual needs are met as well. And uh, the the book just goes into how um, how much influence that is. Just period. Like we are running the operation of the family essentially. Yeah, the man may hold the vision, but we're the movers and the doers and um, making it happen and bringing it to life. The manifestation of it actually comes through women where you get to see the vision and it's it laid out and in action before you. And um, 
it does go into the whole, uh, you know, making sure we don't withhold like the sexual thing. This is for women who are married, y'all. Um, <laughs> you know, not withholding the the sex from him as well, because that's something that, you know, is a part of marriage and how that shouldn't be manipulated for us to just get what we want. You know what I'm saying? Use that. I mean, use sex to manipulate to getting what we want. We shouldn't do that. Um, which I don't feel like we have to do. Uh, there's other ways. <laughs> but I some women do. So, I mean, unless it's regarding like medical issues, he does point that out. Like if you guys didn't come to an agreement, that just says in the Bible, if you, if Paul speaks on sex and marriage, even though he wasn't married at all. But anyways... <laughs> He speaks on um, exactly. <laughs> making sure that you are coming into agreement, whether it's for a fast or uh, however, if that's the reason, then all right. But make sure that that's a part of it because temptation comes in to a home um, and tries to split it up through that part of what is needed physically. Um, and then it goes into the whole uh, how... Um, just to, not saying that we're responsible for men cheating. They still decide that on their own, but there is a certain responsibility that we have to take on too. Sex is attached differently in women than men, though. Uh, you're absolutely correct. Um, for us, it's a complete sacrifice. I have to tell people this all the time, like, um, at least for me. I know there's, I can't speak for all women, okay? <laughs> but... Um, even with, you know, giving that part of myself to um, my my ex, who was obviously, he was my first, you guys, um, giving that space, that part of myself to him is a complete sacrifice. Like, that's not enjoyable. <laughs> not, it is not enjoyable for us. <laughs> Hands down, men get more pleasure out of sex than women. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, um, I guess uh, for whatever man that really wants to study it, and I've seen different takes on it, but I'm just letting y'all know, um, even though we can find pleasure, I'm not saying that it's not pleasurable for us, but it is more for the man than it is for us. Um, we go, it's, it's a, it's, it can be a painful process. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, attached to how we feel, men are good um, to go no matter what. It seems like, oh. Emotional, it has something to do. You have to have an emotional desire to be connected versus men being always ready to go. Oh, you know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't know a man would have to speak on that. Um, cause from my experience, they don't really have an emotional attachment. Like, yeah, for me to, for me in sex at all, I had to have in it some type of form of emotional attachment. Like I can't just be like, oh, I just, I don't, I can't, doesn't happen. It's not enjoyable for me if I'm not in a space of, I love that person. Or I see myself with that person in some type of way or feel like I would have a decent future. Or um, in my mind, it was like, I'd be okay with raising kids with them. Like, because that, that's how my mind is. Sex is for reproduction. Um, sorry, I, <laughs> I studied. I was a science major, y'all. So that's all it was for me. Um, I'm not saying that it wasn't something that I didn't feel like it was something that I shared. Yes, it, it's still an experience that you share intimately with someone. But the first thoughts in my mind when I'm moving forward and having sex with someone, it's like I've already evaluated their characteristics and if I want that in a child and if I'm willing to go through that for the rest of my life. <laughs> so... Even if they, even if they tire, or even if you arguing, that's what I mean. Men be ready. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it doesn't. They're like always. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, sex is different for them, but that's that's what that's what it's saying, um, and that's what Paul was addressing. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what it was. I think it was in Corinthians. Uh, 
but that's what you're saying about what that is, what that means for men. Yeah, you have to pull up. I don't even remember the chapter. I had to go like way deep into the Bible. I had to do some research. Should have had that ready. Didn't know if we were gonna be really speaking about this part, honestly, because I was like, yeah. <laughs> how do we, how do we really feel about the sexual needs of men? <laughs> not we that, don't care. Not that I just no. I'm not gonna say that. Um, I actually really did care. Um, when I was married, I did care. Um, uh, because you know, for me, it was like, all right, I want, I wanted to be, um. Not just everything that he needed, but understanding my position as a wife as well, knowing that that's something that is um, that keeps us, you know, in our space of intimacy too, um, and talking and communicating. <laughs> it's not just about that part, <laughs> y'all. Yeah. We can have a healthy, intimate conversation as well. But yeah, I did care. It was just probably not as much as him, but that's the thing. Like when we step into that role, then we do have to think that way. Like, cause they do. They're probably there all the time. (laughs) Or nine times out of ten. Let me not say all the time. I'm gonna give certain men some credit. Sorry, y'all. Some men do know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But but I ain't never met one. (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> They're far and few. I'm sorry, ladies. They're far and few. Uh, no, it's uh, the maturity level. It's just the maturity what, it really level. Is. It is. Because it is. if they're still in that mind, that young mindset and that selfish space where it's about them, then mm-hmm. it's never enjoyable. I felt like um, it was a switch that I had to turn on. So you do have to cater to me in some way. You do have to cater to my emotional needs and um, make me, allow me to be, you know, connected to you as a partner. Because whatever it is that that ignites the the relationship that started the relationship is what you have to nurture to keep it, you know? And I believe he talks about that too, about you, you're always studying one another. Yeah. You're always in that space of studying one another and the right. maturity level um, of the and man that's why, yeah, also that's why helps him to yeah. understand that when he knows her, You know, the Bible always say, and he knew her. He knows her. When they got to that space, knowing her was knowing her innermost desires and aspirations and the things that she loved and why she loves you. And, And what made sex so difficult, I guess, in my relationship, because that was our number one argument in my marriage was the fact that he took no time to know me. Either he was trying to do that before we got married, and then it's kind of like, now I'm married, what I'm supposed to do as his wife. I'm just his wife. I'm. This is my wife. You're my wife. And I can remember sitting in um, a counseling session, and they're asking, what do you like about your wife or what do you love about her? And number one on his list was being beautiful. Well, she's beautiful. She, you know, I'm like, who flipping cares? Like, we, do you just said the wrong thing, sir? And like, <laughs> you just didn't help us at all. Play again, <laughs> wrong thing. <laughs> again, now I'm mad. You know, right? So, and they, they don't understand mm-hmm. with they if they're not mature enough. If they are not at that level where the relationship is a priority versus what they can get out of a relationship, yeah, you know, what the relationship can become needs to be the priority. What you guys can build together needs to be the priority, you know, not what you can just get out of it yeah, to make you happy. That coming into the space of this is 
this is a take, take, take. And these are the things that make me happy. And being with you makes me happy right now. And kind of that until you don't make them happy. What you just said right there is always a red flag for me. I know that sounds really like, but um, if I notice that a man is more obsessed with my beauty, then I'm automatically, I start being turned off. Like, I just be like, all right. And I walk away from it. (laughs) Um, Because for me, it's like, um, I can already see where this is going. Um, the rest of it is just going to be like you trying to hold on to it because I'm just somebody that you can show off for however it it wouldn't even be a true relationship or a partnership where you understand my worth and my value and be able to utilize it in the way that it should or allow it to actually be a great influence to where it would optimize on what we would be doing in purpose together so that's why it's, that's a red flag for me. Uh, whenever I get way too, it's I know it's gonna sound backwards coming out of my mouth right now, but getting way too many compliments. Like if it's just like that's that's just all I hear, then I have a problem with that. But it was something else that well, Tamitra's gone now. Tamitra pointed out um, as far as like um, the husband knowing his wife. Like that plays a huge role in how the the intimacy will go. But that's why sex is reserved for marriage, because in that space, it's where you both have an understanding of what you guys like, what and he knows how not just how you like things sexually, but he can read, you know. And know when it's not time for that, or it knows when you just want to be. And the it's just about, you can have great intimacy in conversation. I have been there with certain people and it's great. <laughs> like, and we can spend the night just talking and being with one another. And that's the other part of that too, knowing, the, knowing that. Um, um, with that being said though, a queen promotes a healthy self-esteem. So, um, as much as it's not just about the sexual part as well, it's about the feeding into, I don't like to call it ego, <laughs> but knowing, but just knowing that your man needs encouragement, like your king needs encouragement. These, we're talking about kings, by the way. We're not just talking about people that you're dating. Let's not put Peasants. ourselves in a wife position before it is time, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> Do not do that. <laughs> um, uh, just knowing um, how to just be there for them and when, <laughs> right? What to say, um, just to encourage him in his vision. Because at the end of the day, yes, we hold great, great influence, great influence, but the leadership that a man has to carry is still great. It is still heavy on him. And so that's where our position is. We make that load lighter. We do. Uh, we do a lot, first off. So. <laughs> I, I know I made it lighter. Um, <laughs> but that's that's the help part of what we do. Um, so it's just as much as us feeding positivity into his spirit as he does with us as our husband yes that's he, the key. Would do with he us. needs to it's do about it too doing the same it's about reciprocity right yeah he needs to do the same because you can pour and pour and pour <laughs> let me tell and y'all Colette do a lot let me go ahead and shout out Corlette on here <laughs> Corlette as a wife is phenomenal all right um just watching her like I used to live with Corlette right um and this is during the time that I was I was uh, going through you know my organ failure but watching her just like take making sure I was taken care of um she also worked y'all work coming in the house and start cooking I was like that wouldn't be me we'd be ordering every night y'all I <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, let me stop. 
let me stop. Uh, cause I had my share of let, I'm gonna stop running because it was me too. I clock out and get dinner on the stove and <laughs> and all of that. So I get it. But um no, she's definitely she holds it down and still is there right there with him and for her husband. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, Nick. Nick, if you're watching, you got a good one, you better not let that one go. Praise God. <laughs> I don't even want to hear you hear your thoughts <laughs> in the wrong state. But yeah. Yeah. Uh yes, it's definitely uh, important to to get it back, you know. Because as soon as you see the first sign of they can't give, you know, they can't hold you up either, mm. then it's time to to walk away. <laughs> Because I mean, I feel like well, you lose I feel respect. like that's a red. If you lose respect, right? First off, this is what what really happens too. Um, because men go into this uh, where they want to be respected, and so if you can't, if you don't have that, then there's no way that you, you can can't be with this. them. You no. can't be with them. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you already, and that's what I know because I've been through it. Like you, if you don't respect a man's decision or how he leads, or even and you can't um, trust it. you. Yeah, you, you can't. Yeah. You gotta go. It's a done deal. Because yeah, you won't be able to do. You won't be able to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> anything. Like, it's gonna be hard. Even if you were to just play it off, it's gonna look. It's gonna look like you mad. Like you're gonna be resentful and all of it, and it won't produce anything. Like you would just you just be going through the motion and that's not a good look for your family you know if you already have one if you have children so i'm, I'm blessed as yes. well yes yes you are yes. amen <laughs> <laughs> we know nick is a good man <laughs> yeah <laughs> nick is a great man a man of god but yeah i um, mean it take it take one to, it takes to, a to man of a bell girl, okay? <laughs> Just trying to tell you. Uh, nothing will less. Be, she will be out of there, nothing okay? Less. <laughs> nothing less. And, you know, I think, I mean, I think, I know it's because of just um, the blessings that we walk in on a regular basis. Like, mm -hmm. you know when that's, that's different. Like, <laughs> like, if a man comes in and it's not being led by God and um, and the Holy Spirit, and it's not leading with that same authority. Our blessings are thrown off, like because we as a family, and our, uh, this is not to brag or anything. Like we have triumphed and been victorious over so many things, and it's just like if you don't have a, a good foundation of faith and 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 love Christ, not just anyone, Christ Jesus, <laughs> then, then you won't you won't be comfortable in our environment. Let me tell you that first. Like you won't be comfortable in, in the space that I I have surrounded myself with with just being single and whole it's going to put an offense in you. Amen. Mm -hmm. Be offended, you're going to feel uncomfortable because that's just something that I've built and this is this been since out the womb, you know what I'm saying? So I don't see it, I don't see it. Like if he's not a if he's not a man of God, and I'm talking about me at this state, like you ain't gonna last. Not in this lifetime, not with me in this lifetime. So you can last with someone else. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's why that's why I don't even worry about it. Um I know one point in the in this chapter he was talking about that when you date it should be a search for data. You should be acquiring data. You know, when you are in that space of because you study, you study kings, you are around um men who who are kings and so you're not inviting anything less into your space so when you're out in this space of dating 
that that should be a time where you are collecting the data that you need to determine their worthiness of being in your space. Because a queen is just a king who wears a dress. (laughs) We are in charge. We have authority and dominion and can run a kingdom all by ourselves. You know, so we don't need any lackeys, okay? We don't need so we, so about to get real rude. I'm any dead weights. <laughs> she is not afraid to get rude. Um <laughs> by the way. Okay. And she got a boyfriend, y'all. So <laughs> I pray for him every night. She don't even know. She might say one by the time we end. Yeah, but he be asking me, has he checked off the stuff on my notebook? I said, I ain't telling you, but you checked off some of them. You ain't checked off all of them. And I be telling him, I said, nope, you ain't checked off all of them. But that's all right. I'm sad because I'll let you know. <laughs> right. Right. So I'll let you know. You'll know. You'll know. <laughs> when I don't don't worry. Right. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> you don't know when you get there. You ain't there yet if you got to keep asking. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, I know my coworkers said something about it. They was like, why are you um, doing this like you do at the job? You got a checklist for the clients. You got a checklist for this, for dating. I said, hey. Because 40 years old, look, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even keep up with how old I am, but <laughs> of truth, that's, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if I'm gonna keep going into this and trying mm-hmm. to date people and know exactly what I can't, what's who can't deal with me, I know what can, what can handle what I have, and I know that when I come into a space with somebody that what I'm able to add to them where right. where I can help them propel to forward right. and in right. leaps and bounds and if they not ready and they can't handle that I don't want to feel like I'm dragging That's anybody good. because when you That's join good. when you join you can't go above that it's kind of mm-hmm. like like we talked about before, it's like this cloud, your cloud is going to be right down over your head, wherever he is. And no matter of how smart you are, uh, mm-hmm. how accomplished you are, you can't build a man. You're not going to build a man today. So you got what you got. And so that's what I'm saying. Like if you, when you join together and you guys don't form this, don't take this transformation on together to go forward, then you, you're not going to be doing anything. I don't want to be in the same place next year. I don't want to be not moving Mm -hmm. forward. I don't want to have, be, be a, a couple with no vision. You know what I'm saying? So, so, I I look to figure out what his vision is now. I want to know his two-year, five-year plans now. I want to mm-hmm. know uh, about his children. I want to know, you know, I want to get all this information now. Credit report, background. That's like, like all of that that's stuff. That's a part of the feminine influence, exactly. though. That's the influence that we'll have, though. So it's like those are actually the most important questions because we won't have a purpose in the relationship we would just be doing stuff on our own then because we feel stuck and eventually it'll cause um like a a, a split in the relationship or right. a disagreement of something it will be that rough patch that you guys have because now you off doing stuff on your own because you just feel like he's too slow he he like where he at and he ain't ready to evolve and and build and grow in the areas that you feel in your spirit you're designed for you were designed for helping with a dream and vision and if a man doesn't have goal and he doesn't have vision then you're gonna be stuck (laughs) you're gonna be stuck and you as a woman are really gonna feel like you're out of place and out of order and it's gonna be 
more uncomfortable for us than it is for him. Really. Right. It's going to be more <clears throat> uncomfortable for us. Because we'll be sitting on our gifts. We'll be sitting on all this, you know, talent that we could be use, utilizing and really putting into, like I said, we're the ones that manifest the vision. Right. <laughs> They're the vision carriers. And um, that will always be a problem if you don't evaluate like how, uh, where, what type of mind he has for growth even. Because even after you reach that goal, say you, you learn about his two, five year plan, what happens next if y'all live past that time frame? Like there's still going to be, you know, a question of whether he can he can have exponential growth like we was talking before he can actually right or is it going to be linear how how fast oh we got here and let's just plateau out like we got to keep going it feels like death to me i'm sorry when i'm not (laughs) (laughs) it's like i'm dead (laughs) so in 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 exactly what you were saying like in that aspect once i found out what his plans were and the things he's already worked on to to change his situation into what his aspirations to move toward that and what he wants before his retirement. Then I wanted to see what he's already worked on. And then I added my two cents to it to see if he would move on that. And, it, and once he did move on that, then I added two more cents to see if he could move on that. And so, and um. I know my supervisor, when she asked me about that, she was like, well, don't you think that's moving a little too fast? I said, people who in their 40s and 50s, I'm like, we, like, I don't know what time is of the essence. (laughs) We on borrow time. I don't know what 40s and 50s look like, Hmm. you know, what you're supposed to be doing. But I know that I've already been married. You know, now the season that we in tomorrow, not even promised. I don't know what's going on. I just said, I already know that I've been married, so I know what's what just won't work for me, what just won't. And I'm just trying to see if every time I put something out there, is he able to utilize it and move forward in whatever he wants, or does he get distracted, or is he just distracted on, I'm, oh, I'm beautiful today. You so beautiful, or you you know, I don't want to hear that no more, you know. And and like you said, that that gets annoying because that that doesn't last forever. I'm gonna have wrinkles at, at some point. Look, I'm gonna pie out. <laughs> <laughs> By the time I get seventy, I'm gonna get a wrinkle. Okay, I'm gonna, just, so. <laughs> I'm gonna be fat. I'm gonna be. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm playing. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm, know. I'm probably going to be still level. working out. Right. But, I don't know if you know. I ever stop working out. But anyways. But I already don't know. know. I don't so know. I I think I just put a little, whole bunch of little tests out there. Everything I know that was an issue in my entire life of dealing with relationships to see how it worked. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and then pray about it. They don't care about weight. Oh, well, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't care about no love handles. Oh, man. Nah. We be caring. They don't I'm care. actually not. I'm not worried about not being fat either. Um, I like <laughs> to be in shape. As long as I'm in shape, I'm good. I don't know. I feel As long awful. as you like, can still go run five uh, miles. Yeah, if right. I can't run it. I'll, I'll be big. I'll be a pie eating racer, like runner. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, seeing Mama Cora, I, I don't know what we're going to look like. <laughs> it's like Mama Cora so we're good. Granny was like that too. Yeah, great. Like, well, it just depends. Appreciate you all for uh, joining us. We pray that you are blessed by this conversation and we will see you all next Friday, 8 p.m. You guys have a great night. Take care and stay blessed. Stay blessed.